Hey friend, are you a peacemaker? Do you cause conflict or do you diffuse it? Do you embrace God's peace and spread it to those around you? Today we are talking about peace and how we can be peacemakers in today's world. Are you ready to speak life? Let's get started. Hey friends, this is Sherry Jones, your Speak Life coach. Welcome to Sherry Speaks Life podcast. I'm excited you're here. On this podcast, you will learn the value of speaking life regardless of your circumstances. You're invited to join the conversation on your favorite podcast platform, or you can watch me live on Facebook or YouTube at Sherry Speaks Life. Are you ready to speak life? Let's get started. Hello, 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 everybody. How are you all this morning? This is your girl, Sherry Jones, here with Sherry Speaks Life Podcast. I come on on Fridays at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time um, to share with you about speaking life and how to make it a lifestyle. And today, you all, we are talking about and answering the question, are you a peacemaker? Are you a peacemaker? Do you make peace in your world? Do you share the peace of God with those around you? Are you a peacemaker? And if this is your first time tuning in, or if you're listening later on the podcast and this is your first time hearing this voice, let me tell you just a little bit about myself. I am, again, Sherry Jones. I'm your Speak Life Coach. I'm a certified Christian life coach author, speaker, host of this podcast, and ministry leader of Glory Carriers Women's Network, which is an amazing community on Facebook for Christian women. And I want to invite you, if you are out there, sis, and you want fellowship with other women to join us, just search for us, Glory Carriers Women's Network on Facebook. And I also want to let you know, shameless plug, that we do have a event coming up. It's an a it's a virtual event, and it is our walking in glory experience. Our walking in glory experience, and it is going to be on October twenty eighth, starting at ten a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can go to bit.ly forward slash walking in glory to purchase your tickets and to learn more about the event. And we hope to see you there. Again, it's virtual. You come as you are in your PJs, sipping on your water in the morning, whatever you do, just join us. And we would love, love, love to see you there. We're going to have dynamic speakers. We're going to have a comedian, opportunities for fellowship and networking. So we encourage you to join us. And so again, we are talking about, are you a peacemaker? And I'm going to let you all know what inspired this topic, okay? I am the branch director uh, for the women's prayer team for the One Accord Prayer Movement with Kingdom Industries United. I encourage you all, if you are not already connected to Kingdom Industries United, I encourage you to do so. 
we come on and we pray every day of the week. And all of the women that are on the prayer team are actually glory carriers as well. So we partnered with Kingdom Industries United. And Kingdom Industries United is a nonprofit organization that is all about unity in the kingdom of God. And the visionary of that organization is my good friend, April D. Metzler. Well, this week for prayer, we have been talking about God's peace that surpasses all understanding. And I was the Thursday prayer leader. And so yesterday when I prayed and was talking about peace, um, the Lord led me to want to expound on that topic here on the podcast. And so that is why we are talking about and answering the question, are you a peacemaker today? Just want to acknowledge who I see on. I see Reverend Diane. I see Reverend Jody, and I see Cassandra. Good morning, ladies. Thank you all so, so much for joining. As you are coming in, watching this live or watching the replay, listening later on the podcast or watching on YouTube, what do I tell you all to do? Share, share, share. Why? Because sharing is caring and it helps to get the message out so more people will know what we're talking about on Sherry Speaks Life podcast, um, the power of speaking life and making it a lifestyle and, and, and how we can incorporate speaking life in every area of our lives. And so getting into our topic, are you a peacemaker? The first thing that I want to remind you all of is that God's peace surpasses our understanding. As I said, that's what we were, we've been talking about all week with the One Accord prayer movement is God's peace. And you may be saying, well, what is peace? And so um, Noah Webster's um, 1828 Bible Dictionary, I love it if you are um, a word person like me and you want to know like the real meaning of words, the biblical context of words when you are studying, then Noah Webster's um, Dictionary 1828 is a great resource. And so in it, it says that peace in a general sense is a state of quiet or tranquility. Freedom from disturbance or agitation applicable to society, to individuals, and to the temper of the mind. That is so powerful because, as it said, we're not just talking about individuals. We're not just talking about society as a whole because when we think about peace, we often think about peace in the world, peace in, in society. And then it also deals with our minds, which we know as a man thinketh, so is he. And we know that we have to renew our mind daily. That's what Romans 12 and 2 tells us to renew our minds, to um, not be conformed to, to this world, but be transformed in, by the renewing of our minds. And so when we think about peace, we want to think about God's peace. God's peace can impact society. God's peace can impact me as an individual. And God's peace can impact my mind. And when we focus on the Lord, when we seek him, when we give him everything that we are going through, then we can receive his peace. Um, because in this world, um, our world is crazy right now. We know we got a lot going on. Uh, we have murders. We have the conflict in Israel. We have um, injustices. 
And then we have things going on in our individual lives. We have divorce. Uh, we have, a, this is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. So we have domestic violence going on. It's also breast, breast Cancer Awareness Month. And so we have those that are um, in the fight with breast cancer and other cancers and other illnesses. It's also Bully Awareness Month. And so we have our children and also adults that are being bullied, being bullied online, being bullied in school. It's so much, y'all. We have financial things going on. I mean, the price of groceries keep going up and up. I'm like, wait a minute. I went to the store and spent $100 and what did I get? <laughs> you know? So it's a lot, lot, lot going on in our world, right? And so what we want is to embrace God's peace. And we want to understand that his peace surpasses our understanding. So with all of that going on, we shouldn't be at peace. You know, when we're thinking about it from a human standpoint, we should be all over the place. We should be fall out somewhere. We should be stressed out. And uh, you all know that as the saying goes, stress kills. And it really, really does because stress leads to all of these health problems and things like that. And so we don't want to be stressed out. We want to embrace God's peace. We want to embrace his peace and to understand that his peace surpasses our understanding. Because even with everything that is going on in our life, all of the chaos, all of the stress, we can be at peace. And, and that sounds crazy, but we can. We can be at peace because we know that we've given everything to God. We know that he is in control and we are not in control in our human limitations and our finite minds, even though we're very intelligent beings. We've created great things. We've done great things, but we, we are not greater than God. OK, no matter what people tell you, OK, you are not greater than God and you are not God. OK, so we need to give it to him and know that he is in control and know that he um, can bless us. And so our scripture reference for that is one that's probably familiar with you all. And it is Proverbs 4, 6 and 7. And I'm going to read the New King James Version. But it says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And so let's go back to that first point. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. That's the part that we miss as well. Thanksgiving. We have to be thankful for what we have. We have to be grateful for the things that God has given us and the things that he has blessed us with, even in the midst of our storms, even in the midst of the things that we are going through. We have to still be thankful because we could not be here, right? We, we could be gone, but we're still here. And every day that he gives us is an opportunity to glorify him. Every day that he gives us is an opportunity to do something good in this world. And so it tells us, take everything to God in prayer. And if we do that, we have the promise. The second part, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So through Jesus Christ. Through being a believer in Jesus Christ, receiving him as your Lord and Savior, believing that he died on the cross for your sins and that he arose on the third day through Christ Jesus and that relationship with Christ Jesus, you will receive the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. And so that's what we need to remember. 
That's what we need to remember, that God's peace surpasses our understanding. If we embrace that peace, we got to embrace that peace. We have to receive that peace. Then, then our lives will be so much better to, to manage. We'll be able to maneuver the ups and the downs of this life. We'll be able to manage the things that are going on in our lives. Losing loved ones. I mean, that is a difficult thing to go through. It is a journey. But God will be there with you in that journey if you embrace his peace. Okay. And you know that his peace is beyond your understanding. Okay. And then my next point uh, that I share with you all is that if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything. <laughs> and I know your mama and them taught you that, right? Did your mama teach you that? If you don't have nothing to say, don't say nothing. Don't say anything. And I mentioned this on the broadcast yesterday because it was one of the points that April gave us, uh, you know, to kind of study and meditate on to prepare um, to, to pray. And that really stood out to me, of course, because y'all know I'm about speaking life. And so I'm about the power of our words. And we do have to be mindful of the things that we say and not just what we say, but how we say it. And when we are communicating with other people, we don't want to be discouraging. We don't want to beat people down. And so if you don't have anything nice to say, just don't say anything. Keep your mouth shut. And I think that's a problem that we have in society. We don't know how to keep our mouth shut. We don't know when is the time to talk and when is the time to be quiet. But if we seek God and his discernment, he will tell us. He'll say, okay, now you can say something. Or no, now is not the time to say something. And I'm not saying that you pacify people and you let people just do all kind of crazy stuff and you don't say anything um, and that you don't correct but you still must do it in love and you still must do it in the nicest way possible. Even when you are correcting people, you can let them know, hey, I know you may not understand what I'm saying. I know you may think I'm against you, but I'm not. I love you. And that's why I'm saying this, because I want the best for you. And so even though you may not like what I'm about to say right now, I have to say it. OK. But if you're just being mean and nasty and ugly and you just want to, you know, pick with somebody or tease with somebody. And sometimes it can be innocent because, you know, we like to tease and joke. I do that sometimes and I have done that. I've, you know, I made the error of joking with somebody and my joke was hurtful. And I didn't think anything of it. I just was like, you know, ah, oh, such and such and such. But I could tell by their reaction that what I said hit a nerve, that what I said wasn't nice and that it hurt their feelings. And then I was immediately able to um, apologize. And I was immediately able to let them know I, I did not mean any harm. I did not mean to hurt your feelings. I was just joking around. So we have to be able to own up when we make mistakes because none of us are perfect. And so some of us may slip up and say something that's not nice or say something that hurts someone's feelings. And it could be unintentional, but you have to be willing and able to apologize. Okay. You have to be able to apologize. But sometimes, and we have to admit it, 
Sometimes we say stuff and we know that it's about to hurt somebody and we're intentionally being mean and we're intentionally trying to hurt that person because we're trying to get back at them for something they did to us or whatever the case may be. And in those systems, since, since uh, y'all, I'm getting tongue tied this morning. In those situations, we need to be quiet. We need to keep our word, our uh, words to ourselves and keep our mouths shut, okay? Keep your mouth shut. Remember what your mama said. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything. And uh, Reverend Diana is saying, amen, words are powerful. They are, they are. And so our scripture for that is our core scripture for Sherry Speaks Life, Proverbs 18, 21. Again, the New King James Version. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. We must speak life and not speak death. Our words are powerful. As I often tell you all, something that someone said to you at five can still impact you at 50. And you have to work through those things. And you have to speak the truth of God's word over yourself. Not what that person say, not the lie of the enemy, but we don't want to be the catalyst for that for someone else. We don't want to be the one that says something nasty and ugly to a child that they hold on for all of their life. We don't want to do that. When our family and friends are struggling with something, we don't want to be the one to poke the bear and to make them feel bad. We want to be peacemakers. We do not want to cause conflict. Okay, we want to be peacemakers. I see my brother Sherrod is on and he says, absolutely, Sherry. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, brother. And so that's our scripture. Proverbs 18, 21, death and life in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit. So we must remember, you all, we must remember if we don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything. Don't say nothing. Keep your mouth shut, okay? And then my last and final um, point that I wanted to share with you all is that causing conflict is destructive and unfruitful. We do not want to be causing conflict. We do not want to be sowing discord, especially in the body of Christ, because when we do that, that causes us to not be impactful for the kingdom of God. It destroys the body of Christ and it causes us to not be fruitful. We can't win souls if we are causing conflict among ourselves. If we got all this infighting among um, believers and among church members and committee members and community members and all this, and we're supposed to unify and we're supposed to come together to work together for the advancement of the kingdom of God. We can't do that. If we're causing conflict, if we're going around and you're telling Sister Sally, you know, what Sister Barbara said about her, and it could not even be totally true because you didn't even hear the whole story, but you going and telling Sister Sally that Sister Barbara was talking about her. So now Sister Sally mad at Sister Barbara, and they're supposed to be working on this committee together to serve the homeless, and they can't even get stuff done and get stuff together because they're mad at each other because of something that you said that wasn't even completely true. Y'all know we do that kind of stuff. We take stuff and run with it and go tell somebody and all this kind of stuff. 
or if we disagree with our brother or sister, our word, the word tells us, if you have aught with your brother or sister, go to that person in private, talk to that person about that situation. Then if they do not, um, you can't come to a resolution, then go before the church, go before the elders, you know, find, you know, your elder, your pastor, um, fellow brothers or sisters in the Lord and come together and try to resolve the issue. And then if it still doesn't work, then you can part from your brother. And sometimes we have to part from each other. Sometimes we have to agree to disagree. Doesn't mean that we don't love each other. It doesn't mean that we don't love the Lord, but sometimes we have to agree to disagree. But we don't do that. We want to put people on blast. We want to post on social media what people did. And we want to do all these um, innuendos, insinuating stuff. And the person know you talking about them. And people that's in the situation is wondering, well, who's she talking about? Who he talking about? What's going on? Then not everybody's involved trying to figure out what's going on. And all it is is causing conflict, sowing discord, making us unproductive, unfruitful, and destroying the body of Christ. And it can be simple stuff that can be so, so destructive. So we don't want to do that. We want to be peacemakers. If we see conflict going on with our brothers and sisters, we want to be able to go to them and say, hey, you know, how can I help you all to resolve this issue? Or, you know, I think you need to talk to your brother or your sister. If someone's coming to you and they're upset and they're angry about something that went on, encourage them to talk to that person. Offer to be a support to them. Pray with them. Um, ask Holy Spirit to give them the words to say when they have that conversation. And a lot of times things that that's going on is simple misunderstandings. It's not always someone against you. Sometimes you misunderstood what someone said or someone misunderstood what you said. And if you would just have a simple conversation, you could resolve the issue. So we do not want to cause conflict and sow discord in the body of Christ. We want to love on each other. We want to encourage and support each other. That's what we are here to do. Um, I see um, Joanna is on. Um, let's see. Uh, Sherrod says, keep the peace. Um, Jody says, words are like nails. You can pull them back out, but they still leave a hole. Mm, so good, girl. She says, only the putty of love can fill those holes. So, so true. That is so true. I love that analogy. It's a, like a, a nail. You can pull it out because once you say something, you can't take it back, y'all. You cannot. That is out. And it can, as um, Jody said, you can pull it back. You can apologize. But that hole is still there. I see Joanna is on. Good morning. Uh, Shiraz said, well, I guess I know he was talking about when I was talking about how the people uh, acting in church. Uh, Diane, Reverend Diane says, agree to disagree in an agreeable manner. That's right. Walk away. Agree to disagree. We don't have to be, you know, acting crazy. Uh, see, K is on. She said, good morning and amen goes right there. That's right. Amen. Um, Joanna says, I'm so happy. I just try to be peaceful. I want to live in holy. I know that's right. That's right. If each one of us would focus on, you know, our salvation and, and living holy and living right and do the best that we can, we would be so much further along as the body of Christ. But we 
like to cause conflict. We like to be, you know, mixing. Like they used to say, stir up the pot. Y'all, let's not stir the pot. Let's not stir the pot. Let's not cause conflict. Um, even in innocent ways, we can cause conflict and we can cause destruction. We can cause people to be unfruitful in the things that God is calling them to do just because of a misspoken word or a misunderstanding. And that's not what we want to do. Uh, Shiraz says, we must learn to set healthy boundaries. So true. So good, my man of God. We have to set healthy boundaries. We have to know. Sometimes we have to set those boundaries even around people that we love. Because if, if they're so in discord, if they're not peaceable and you're trying to be at peace and every time you get around them, um, you know, they got something to say or they're doing things. Sometimes you have to set those boundaries around you and your relationship with that person. Mm -hmm. um, and then um, Pastor Vicky says, love this in Proverbs chapter six, among the things that God's hate is he that sows discord among the brethren. So true. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for sharing that. God hates he that sows discord among the brethren. And so we don't want to be that, right? We do not want to be that person that is sowing discord among the brethren. We want to be peacemakers. And so our scripture reference for that is Matthew 5 and 9. And these are the words of Jesus himself, the Sermon on the Mount. And he said, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. We want to be blessed. We want to be peacemakers. We want to be called sons of God. As um, Pastor Vicky just told us, we don't want to be someone that God hates because we are sowing discord among the brethren. We want to be peacemakers. We want to be the one to help bring people together. We want to be the ones to unify the body of Christ, not divide it. Because y'all in this world, we got to be together. We got to be together now more than ever. We can't allow, you know, minor disagreements or, you know, wanting to debate and fight and carry on over different things. We want to have a united front. As um, my old pastor I grew up with, he said, we don't want to major in the minors and minor in the majors. We want to be unified as the body of Christ. Not saying that there aren't theological differences and we view things different and we interpret things different as the body of Christ. But how can we come together? How can we come together and just declare Jesus and him crucified? OK. How can we do that? How can we stand and let people know about the power of our Lord? that He died on the cross for their sins that he arose on the third day and that if they receive him in their lives as Lord and Savior, they will be saved. How can we just stand and share that message together, unified, winning souls? Because that's what it's all about, winning souls and creating disciples. That's what we are called to do. So how can we do that? Unified, peaceable as the body of Christ. It starts with us. It starts with each individual person. It starts with you. Are you a peacemaker? That's how, that's how, that was our question at the beginning. Are you a peacemaker? Or are you causing conflict? Are you sowing discord? 
Are you not sharing the peace of God with those around you? I, I challenge you. Seek yourself. Look within yourself. Look at some of the things that you're doing and saying. How you're moving in this world. Are you a peacemaker? I'm sure you are. I, I'm sure every person out here is a peacemaker. But if you know someone that's not a peacemaker, encourage them to be so. Share this video with them. Share something that you glean from this message with them and help them to be a peacemaker too. All right. And so um, for those that don't watch, um, usually when I have a solo episode, I do like to recap. So just recapping my points again. God's first of all, God's peace surpasses our understanding. We need to remember that. And our scripture reference for that was Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Our next point, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything. Keep your mouth shut, people. Keep your mouth shut. Okay. And our scripture reference for that was Proverbs 18, 21. And then lastly, causing conflict is destructive and unfruitful. And so we want to be peacemakers. And our scripture for that was Matthew 5 and 9. All right. So I hope that this message blessed you all today. Um, Joanna says, that's real good that your pastor said, making disciples and making disciples. Exactly. Exactly. Let's not major in the minor and minor in the majors. Let's win souls and make disciples together. That's where we're supposed to be, unified as the body of Christ. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I said it did. That's right. Praise God. Praise God. I'm so glad that you all were blessed by today's um, broadcast. And I just encourage you to stay connected with me um, here, uh, wherever you are watching this right now. Sherry Speaks Life on Facebook, Sherry Speaks Life on Instagram, and Sherry Speaks Life on YouTube. You can follow me. You can go to my website, sherryspeakslife.com to see all of the things that I have going on with my coaching program, um, my books, um, and Glory Carriers. So I encourage you all to please stay connected with me. If you have any questions about anything that I've shared today, I am just a inbox away. Okay, so DM me. I would love, love, love to hear from you all. And so I am going to um, go ahead and go into prayer. Just to remind you all again, I have it scrolling on my ticker um, for those that are uh, watching um, on Facebook. But also I will put it up again to remind you all about the Walking in Glory experience for my ladies on October 28th at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is a virtual event. Purchase your tickets at bit.ly forward slash walking in glory. And just so you know, a portion of the proceeds will go to nonprofit organizations that support and provide resources for women. And so we encourage you to please connect with us and we would love to see your smiling face. Or if you don't want to be on screen, we'll just see your name. OK, <laughs> well, we just want to see you in the place on October 28th. We would love, love, love to see you there. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and um, go into prayer. Um, Joanna says, um, yes, truly blessed this morning. Praise God. Praise God. I'm so glad that it was a blessing. All right, you all, let's go and um, wrap up in prayer. If y'all are joining me. 
Heavenly Father, Lord, I come to you right now thanking you, Lord, thanking you and praising you and just glorifying you, Lord, for who you are and being such a good, good father. And Lord, we thank you for this day, for this is a day that you have made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. No matter what we're going through, no matter what we're dealing with, we can hold on and we can embrace your peace that surpasses all understanding. Because as you told us in your word that we don't need to be anxious for anything, but to give everything to you in prayer and supplication and with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. And so, Lord, we come to you thankful. We come to you with a grateful heart. We come to you with thanksgiving. And Lord, we ask, Lord, that you take the chaos that is in our world, all of the things that we are going through, the sickness, losing loved ones, wars, inflation, uh, injustices, all of the things that we are dealing with in this world. Lord, we ask that we are able to lean in and embrace and accept your peace. And know that your peace surpasses our understanding. It surpasses anything that we can think of in our limited minds. It goes beyond that. It goes beyond our circumstances. It goes beyond what we see in the physical. But when we have your peace, we are able to see things from a totally different perspective. We are able to see things in the spiritual and we are able to embrace your love. And so, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for your peace. And Lord, I thank you for helping us to be peacemakers, to be able to share your peace with those around us, to be able to close our mouths and not say anything when we don't have anything nice to say, to only um, speak life to those that we come in contact with, and if we do make an error and say something that's not nice, that we are able to apologize and that we're able, as um, Reverend Jody said, to fill that hole that is left with love, your love, your love can heal. And so, Lord, we ask, Lord, that you help us, that you help us with the words that we say, that you help us, um, that when we open our mouths, that love and grace and mercy flow out. And Lord, we ask as well, Lord, that you help us to not sow discord, that you help us to not cause conflict um, among our brothers and sisters, that you help us to be unified as the body of Christ so that we can win souls in your name, so that we can create disciples that will go out and that will win souls and that will continue to share, that so that we can share our testimonies, so that we can be a blessing to others not a cause of destruction so that we cannot block us from being productive as the body of Christ, to be able to go out and be your hands and feet and to be able to serve. Lord, help us to not block, hinder ourselves as the body of Christ from doing the things that you have called us to do. Lord, help us to be peacemakers. And Lord, if there's anyone under the sound of my voice that does not know your peace because they do not know Jesus Christ. Lord, we pray that today, right now, they will make the decision that 
they will want your peace, that they will want a relationship with Jesus Christ. And it's as simple as ABC to acknowledge that they are a sinner and that they want to repent of their sins. And repent means turn away. They want to turn away and stop their sinful behavior and live their life according to your will and your way. That they believe that Jesus is the son of God, that he died on the cross for their sins and that he arose on the third day and that they confess that truth with their mouth. And if there's a soul out there today that has done that, then we praise God for you. We are rejoicing and heaven is rejoicing as well. And we encourage you to connect with a Bible-based teaching church that can nurture you, that can disciple you, that can help you to be the man or woman of God that you were created to be. And if we can help you in any way, we, we encourage you to reach out. Let us know that you received the Lord Jesus Christ today. And so, Lord, thank you. We thank you for that soul. We praise you for everything that you have done in our lives. We thank you for being Jehovah Jireh, for being our provider, for walking this journey out with us, for giving us your peace and helping us to be your peacemakers. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 And amen. I thank you all so, so much for tuning in today. Thank you all for taking time out of your Friday morning or whenever you are watching this broadcast to spend some time with me. I again come on every Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time live on Facebook if you would like to join the conversation in real time. But you can also listen on your favorite podcast platform or on YouTube. I love you all so, so much with the love of the Lord. I just want to acknowledge as well, Joanna says, what a friend we have in Jesus. Yes, what a friend we have in Jesus. Uh, Reverend Diane says, amen and peace and blessings, everyone. Um, thank you all so much. I see amen. Uh, Renee hopped on. Hello, Renee. Um, but you all take care. You all be blessed. Remember that I love you with the love of the Lord. And remember what I always tell y'all. So if this is your first time tuning in, you might not know this, but if you keep listening, you'll be able to repeat this with me. But what do I always tell y'all? But that we must always, not just when we feel like it, not just when it's convenient, but we must always speak life. You all take care, be blessed, and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Sherry Speaks Life Podcast. I hope it was a blessing to you and taught you something new about speaking life. I would love to connect with you. Visit SherrySpeaksLife.com to learn more about my coaching program, my books, and other services. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Sherry Speaks Life. I look forward to chatting with you next time. Remember to always speak life.